Hello again, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Daniel Bergen, and welcome again to Radio Free Brooklyn with my show, Politics in Reality. Today, we're going to be talking about the college admission scandal. But wait a second. We're going to get there. First, I'd like to thank Radio Free Brooklyn for having me here. I'd also like to give a shout out to my school, Mega Everest College Preparatory School, and all my friends. Shout out there. And all Brooklynites, everybody from Brooklyn and New York, shout out to you. Uh, Stay tuned for our upcoming segment on politics and reality. Let's look at the facts. Again, this is Daniel Bergen on Politics and Reality, and welcome to our topic of today, the college admission scandal, also known as Operation Varsity Blues, uh, which is a term uh, coined by investigators. Um, We all know the scandal because of the two high-profile people who are being um, charged, um, Lori Loughlin and her um, husband, Missimo. Um, who are free on bail and are waived the right to appear in court. Uh, They pleaded not guilty to laundering money um, to get their daughters into college. Um, And we know Lori Luggan for being um, Aunt Becky Becky on Full House and uh, Missy Moe for being her husband. (laughs) Um, Together they paid uh, $500,000 to get their daughters into the University of Southern California. Fifty others were charged, but 14 are expected to plead guilty. Mark Ridwell, uh, the college admission scandal tester, is 36, of year, 36 years of age um, and is a Harvard alumni. And he pleaded guilty to taking college entrance exams uh, for famous and wealthy parents' kids. Uh, It's possible that he could serve 41 months in prison, but prosecutors recommend that he spends 33 months. Overall, uh, each test cost $10,000 for him to proctor, um, but prosecutors are looking for him to pay uh, 450000 in forfeiture because no one knows um, exactly how much test he um, substituted for at the moment. Now, that's a very interesting, um, uh, shall I call, situation. Now, think about it. If you were in um, the kid's position, to find out um, on national TV, um, your parents didn't even tell you, on national TV that apparently they don't believe in you enough to uh, let you get into your college on your own, but they had to pay someone to fake your test, that must feel really, really, really bad. And I think this is, um, while it is a complex situation, it is an easy one. On the side of the parents, they did want their children to succeed. They wanted to get their children into colleges that the children wanted to get into. But on the side of the children, I mean, I've worked through elementary school, middle school, high school, just to get up to this point. And I've been doing all this work to get here. And when I finally have that one last smile to push forward, and I can say that... I did it on my own, 
my parents have to pay for me to get into college. That must feel really, really bad. I do think that um, there is some responsibility that needs to be taken by the parents of the children in the scandal. And uh, it's very wise, I think, of the um, scandal tester to plead guilty. Um, and let's not forget, the children are the victims in all of this. Yes, the parents are being indicted. Yes, the parents would be the ones that would probably have to face jail time. But the children suffer more emotionally than uh, anyone else in the situation. And it's not just uh, famous celebrities or uh, wealthy people. This has been going on for years. And only now it's coming out. Um, there are much more test proctors out there that are faking students' tests. And there are a lot more parents out there that will do anything to get their children into college. And while it is admirable that they're doing their best to provide for their child, they're kicking someone else out. People have worked hard. People that are either of low income or don't have the same opportunities as the wealthy people. And they're just being forced out because... Instead of giving, being given the opportunity to push forward and do all the work on themselves, they have these people that are paying, paying to get their child in that spot. And it's not fair, not fair to the children of um, uh, the people that paid the proctor, and it's not fair for the children that get kicked out because of it. And I think this has a lot to do more with our society. The fact that there comes a point where parents have to pay um, for their children to get into college because they believe that their children do not have the capability shows that there's something going on between parents and children of our time. And I think that has a lot to do with, over the years, us, uh, in a way, depreciating um, in terms of, uh, quote-unquote, humanity and uh, civilization. Um, as we've moved forward, we've moved back. We've continued to grow in technology, in all area, all these different areas that we are progressive in now, but in family values and in ethics, we've greatly depreciated. I think that it is a responsibility for the children, as well as the parents, as well as our modern day educators, to make sure that things like these do not happen. Children should be ready and prepared to go to college from whether it be elementary school, middle school, high school. We as Americans, as citizens, as humans, we have the responsibility to make sure that our future continues to move forward. We don't want to move 
one step forward and 20 steps back. We must continue to be progressive. Uh, I believe it was Martin Luther King Jr. who said, uh, if you can't run, walk. If you can't walk, crawl. But no matter what you do, keep moving forward. And I don't remember who said it, but they said that uh, change is the only constant thing. And while change is constant, let's make sure that the change that's constant is positive. I feel that we can do so much more as a society. And uh, moving a little bit away from the topic, not just in education, but in security, in technology. There's so many different areas today that can be influenced and that can be better, not just for us now, but for generations and generations to come. The border situation, uh, this is a bit off topic, but the border situation is one of great uh influence in the lives of everyday Americans. Now, some say, oh, I'm not Mexican. I'm not uh, Hispanic. I'm not Latino. I don't have family that's Hispanic or Latino. It doesn't matter to me. America was founded 1776 by immigrants, British, uh, uh, British, um, let me say explorers, came to America. They took over land from Native Americans, from the Spanish, and they created what is today known as America. We should never, ever, ever discourage immigrants from coming to our country. Immigrants have built and continue to build our country they provide they work uh they pay their taxes most of them and that small small fraction that commit crimes most of them aren't even immigrants some of them their families have been here for generations and they're the ones that are committing crimes there are americans that every day are uh stealing or pillaging or murdering are and immigrants aren't just to blame. Uh, Kirsten Nielsen, the uh, former, well, now former uh, Secretary of Homeland Security, was fired by Donald Trump for um, not being too, uh, for not being harsh enough um, with the immigrants' policies. And she was the one that implemented kids being locked in cages. Now, I know this has nothing to do with the college admission scandal, but it does. Immigration, children, they all, they all build our society. A society that in 2019 cannot believe in the future. And if this continues to go on, how can we call ourselves a superpower? It is a responsibility of every, of every parent, educator, citizen, American to make sure that our country has a future, whether it be in technology, in engineering, in business, in all these different areas.
And all this money, $500,000 was spent by two people alone. And there were 50 others, 50 others that were charged. That's 26 groups of people that could have paid the same amount, $500,000. There are people on the streets that are starving, that are homeless. And this money is being spent so that kids can go to college. And I'm not saying... I'm not saying that they shouldn't go to college or that parents shouldn't uh, do what they think is best for their children. But sometimes there's a point in which parents must say, stop. For the past 18 years, through pre-K, through elementary, through middle, through high school, I've supported my child. My child is 18. He or she is an adult. And though I have the means and the will to help my child, there's a point in time where I must allow my child to work on by themselves. Because once children are always fostered, there will always be some sense of dependence on the parent. And that is, in my opinion, no way to live. There is a room for children to be dependent on their parents. There is. But there is also a large part where children um, must be able to work on their own and be a independent enough to solve problems, to sign up for college, to do testing. There are hundreds of colleges in the United States of America and abroad. There is no reason that people should be paying and limiting the opportunities of other smart and educated students. Yes, yes, they wanted to be into the they wanted to get into the University of South Carolina. But what happens? South Carolina California, sorry. But what happens when that little Indian child that's been working with his parents in the deli or the little black kid that hasn't had much of an opportunity as a child, um, except to play basketball um, on the street. And he's only had a chance as a kid to either be in a gang or do something with his life. And maybe sometimes it's not even between good and bad, it's between bad and worse. Whether it's get into a gang or it's, to sell drugs on the street to get their family by. And that child is educated. That child is smart. That child has the ability to become the next president, the next senator, the next congressperson that will change the lives of the American people. 
for the future. And that opportunity is being taken away because children that have always paid their way through elementary, paid their way through middle school, paid their way through high school, who have always had the Louis Vuitton and the Supreme, all because they are uh, not as passionate and able to get into the college of their liking. So that little black kid or that little Indian kid that has always been on the streets is limited the opportunity to become the next president, the next senator, and become and they become the next El Chapo, the next uh, Pablo Escobar. And this is not because of the parents. A large part is not in, is a large part of it is not because of the parents of the black kid or the Indian kid. It's because they aren't given enough. And while this situation begins with these parents paying for their children, there's a wide, a wide, wide and bigger picture to be looked at um, during this whole incident. It's not just these parents paying for their children, as I have said numerous times. It's about why. There's a cause and there's an effect. The cause is that these children haven't been able to express themselves, to be of their full potential. They've always been babysat by daddy and mommy. And so when they grow up, they still depend on daddy and mommy to get to get them into college, to get them into their dream job. And the kids that have pushed their way, who have gotten 90s and 100s on every test, every marking period, every semester, they aren't able, they're sent to community college instead of co a college that will fast-pace them into influencing the American people. And yes, there's nothing that we can do about this direct scandal now. But as I said earlier, this has been going on for years. Y-E-A-R-S, years. And it's not going to stop until we decide to do something about it. We must take an active role in the lives of our children. We must, we must make sure that our future is well educated, that our generations to come don't have to pay for their children to get into college. But everybody has an equal opportunity to becoming the next senator, the next congressman, the next president. Now, there are some jobs like the sanitation workers and the corner store 
operator and the 99 cent store owner. There are jobs like that. And they are important. And some people are suited and are uh, designed for that for those jobs. But they should have an, have an opportunity to explore all their options just in case they want to do something else. Again, my name is Daniel Bergen, and you're listening to Politics and Reality on Radio Free Brooklyn. We're going to have current events, but let me just give you a little bit of a warning. Just remember, don't pay for your children to go to college in an admission scandal. Anyway, here are the current events of today. The Notre Dame Cathedral was on fire in Paris today. It's an 800-year-old cultural landmark. Uh, And larger... Large parts of the cathedral were burned, um, but firemen and the city are very hopeful that um, the damage wouldn't be too bad. They're currently salvaging uh, and recovering whatever artifacts can be found. In other news, the Mueller report will be released uh, this Thursday. The report will be released to Congress and the public i just want to make a note here um it's very important the Mueller report um it will influence the future of our country um so please please pay attention uh for too long politicians have been getting away with this stuff um this is almost the end of the donald trump presidency uh well at least the first term uh we're not sure about a second term But uh, please be aware and remember to always, always, always hold your politicians responsible. These are the people that represent you and your family to Congress, to the Senate. And yes, sometimes it is a game. Sometimes they're all working together. Sometimes it's just for their benefit. But... If we say nothing about it, we are complicit in the game. They are playing chess and we are moving with them. Let's make sure that we advocate for ourselves and our family. In other news, Aretha Franklin, the African-American singer-songwriter, will receive the Pulitzer Prize. And for those of you who do not know, the Pulitzer Prize as an achievement for journalism, literature, or music. Very exciting um, and very uh, happy for her. Um, And I'm proud to say that uh, on behalf of the African-American community, uh, congratulations, Ms. Franklin. Uh, Meghan Markle and Prince Harry are having a baby. Um, Now, some debate has come up Um, about if that baby will have to pay U.S. taxes. But uh, what do we care? Um, Let's just enjoy the moment, can we? Um, The new couple uh, has been doing a lot uh, since the marriage, and uh, we're very happy to kind of create a new bond between America and uh, the British 
through um Megan and Harry. Um now in final news, the measles is spreading um in various places throughout the country. Please get your children and yourself vaccinated. A healthy family is a healthy neighborhood, which is a healthy community, which is a healthy city, which is a healthy state, which is a healthy country, which is a healthy nation. So let's just make sure that uh, we are, as I had said, advocating for ourselves when it comes to issues like the Mueller report. But we're also uh, making sure that our families are safe um, and healthy, um, such as uh, health concerns like the measles. I want to thank everybody for tuning in to Politics and Reality with me, your host, Daniel Bergen, on Radio Free Brooklyn. For more information about Radio Free Brooklyn, go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.com. For more information about the Teen Squad or to donate, go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.com. Thank you for all your support. And see Politics and Reality every Monday at 6 p.m. here on Radio Free Brooklyn.